This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you our thoughts from the trading desk for Thursday, June 11th. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights. The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries. The reopening euphoria has dimmed in the wake of Powell's cautionary comments regarding the condition of the real economy and the domestic labor market. Risk assets have surrendered a greater share of the post-crash gains overnight, and treasuries have benefited in a classic flight quality. The price action is range-confirming for rates, and as such, we're content to let the momentum favoring lower yields run its course. The biggest question at present is whether the rally brings 10-year yields to the resistance of 54 basis points. Our near-term target of 67.7 basis points represents the 40-day moving average and could offer a point of inflection as investors are reminded that the 65 to 54 basis point range was primarily seen during late April and early May when the outlook was at its bleakest. This is by no means to suggest that the real economy is on track for a near-term full recovery. Rather, that the April data series appear to have marked the lows for the initial wave of the pandemic and the associated lockdowns. Attention has shifted toward the prospects for a second wave as increases in COVID-19 cases are evident in Texas, Arizona, Florida, and California. There's an open debate regarding the correlation between reopenings and the jump in cases, and the next few weeks will be pivotal in gauging the response to the shift. We've long maintained that a resurgence of the coronavirus was assumed by investors and therefore effectively priced in. Although to our defense, that was our read when the S&P 500 was below its 200-day moving average. Presently, that average is 3,012. Perhaps the last 5-7% to of upside in domestic equities was, in fact, a function of a market content to move past the pandemic in the hopes the new infections would quickly subside. The official response will help inform the direction of risk assets. As long as the situation doesn't warrant another round of lockdowns, the sell-off in stocks will be an in-range consolidation rather than a correction below the 200-day moving average. With the most relevant data and policy events of the week now safely behind the market, and a tone of consolidation set in both risk assets and U.S. rates, we're reluctant to anticipate any new range-defining activity. Powell's observation on the difficulty of evaluating the state of the labor market in the present environment certainly isn't lost on us, and also serves to temper any post-NFP optimism that a V-shaped recovery is actually possible given the severity of the economic hit during the first half. As a result, this morning's jobless claims report will be less powerful in defining the near-term direction of rates. Therefore, with initial filers seen as less than 2 million for the second consecutive week, the continuing claims series will offer the most useful incoming information, although given its still made data, it will be heavily discounted. Wednesday's consumer inflation report showed slight downward pressure on prices during May. 
a decided improvement from the significant drop in April. This lessens the relevance of PPI and import prices, never top-tier data to begin with, and made even easier to dismiss in light of the timing versus CPI. Friday's University of Michigan confidence figures will be far more useful in setting the tone as mid-June approaches and the market transitions into a holding pattern. A modest increase in the sentiment level is forecast, even if the inflation expectations component will be far more useful in providing context for the Fed's response function to the downdraft in consumer prices realized over the last three months. As with all the data during the pandemic, the magnitude of the declines have made the prior context effectively useless as traditional economic models have quickly lost relevance and accuracy in projecting the extent of the economic damage. This leaves an elevated emphasis on the willingness and conviction to act on the part of global central bankers. The Fed's recovery angst implies further accommodation is in the offing, a dynamic which will eventually counteract a degree of the downside in risk assets. And with that, this is Ian Lingen signing off. Be safe, tune in, and stop out. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macrohorizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode. So please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingen at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19. This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO. Notwithstanding the foregoing, this podcast should not be construed as an offer or the solicitation of an offer to sell or to buy or subscribe for any particular product or services, including, without limitation, any commodities, securities, or other financial instruments. We are not soliciting any specific action based on this podcast. It is for the general information of our clients. It does not constitute a recommendation or a suggestion that any investment or strategy referenced herein may be suitable for you. It does not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial conditions, or needs of individual clients. Nothing in this podcast constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a representation that any investment or strategy is suitable or appropriate to your unique circumstances or otherwise constitutes an opinion or a recommendation to you. BMO is not providing advice regarding the value or advisability of trading in commodity interests, including futures contracts and commodity options or any other activity, which would cause BMO or any of its affiliates to be considered a commodity trading advisor under the U.S. Commodity Exchange Act. BMO is not undertaking to act as a swap advisor to you or in your best interests, and you, to the extent applicable, will rely solely on advice from your qualified independent representative in making hedging or trading decisions. This podcast is not to be relied upon in substitution for the exercise of independent judgment. You should conduct your own independent analysis of the matters referred to herein, together with your qualified independent representative, if applicable. BMO assumes no responsibility for verification of the information in this podcast. No representation or warranty is made as to the accuracy or completeness of such information, and BMO accepts no liability whatsoever for any loss arising from any use of or reliance on this podcast. BMO assumes no obligation to correct or update this podcast. This podcast does not contain all information that may be required to evaluate any transaction or matter, and information may be available to BMO and or its affiliates that is not reflected herein. BMO and its affiliates may have positions, long or short, and affect transactions or make markets, insecurities mentioned herein, or provide advice or loans to, or participate in the underwriting or restructuring of the obligations of, issuers and companies mentioned herein. Moreover, BMO's trading desks may have acted on the basis of the information in this podcast. For full legal disclosure, please visit bmocm.com legal. 
To access our full disclosures for equity research reports, please visit researchglobal0.bmocapitalmarkets.com slash public dash disclosure slash.